Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, you beautiful people? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and today we're just hitting the reset button. Um, you can't go back and do things over, but you can move forward with a cleaner and clearer state of mind um, if you work for it. And we're going to do that. We're going to do our best to, to get there. So um, there's a couple of things I, I've been thinking about and a couple of experiences. And it's like, how can we do this different? You know, how can we move differently? And hopefully this helps you too. Um, yeah, I think it'll be useful. And if you like what you're listening to, head on over to iTunes or Spotify, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. And thank you guys who have taken the time to, to leave a rating, uh, leave a review, very thoughtful words, um, and sincere and heartfelt words from you guys. And it, this means a lot, but it also allows people to see what this podcast is about before they even listen to it. And that's all thanks to you guys. So, yeah, if you haven't, go do it. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and, yeah, if you want to um, just stay up to date or reach out, um, the Bird Brain Podcast at gmail.com and the Bird Brain Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um yeah, and thank you guys for your emails. If I haven't gotten back to your email, I will for sure. Um, yeah, just uh, this little little birdie. <laughs> just, just running around trying to make sure he's covering all his bases. So, um, yeah, if you want to get Burberry merch, the link is in the bio. Um, become a patron. Uh, head on over to patreon.com. The link is also in the bio. And there's YouTube. And I think that's about it in terms of homework. Um, yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> so without further ado, get some water, um, grab a pen and paper. If you're driving, like I said, just just be along for the ride and take your time and, and find moments to just reset if you can. All right. And we're going to get into it. Stay tuned. what's up happy monday um mind my voice if it dips in and out your boy is just recovering um but uh yeah i wanted to i was thinking about it i was like do i have the energy to do a podcast and um you know what would it be about and obviously always drawing from life i was like you know what we should do one that 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 changes changes the vibe a little bit and um you know, gives us an opportunity to just uh, 
slowdown in one way or another. Um, you know, last week I had to slow down. <laughs> you know, life is funny because sometimes either you force yourself to slow down or life will force you to slow down. And within that slowing down process, there's a lot of things that come your way. Uh, and it makes it both, you know, some good things and end into some other things, but an awareness of everything. And I think it's, it's so necessary to be cognizant of where you are in those moments, like where you are mentally, where you are emotionally, where you are physically, like how do you um, take care of everything that's going on while taking care of yourself? And for me, uh, it's just a lot of rest, <laughs> you know, a lot of rest. Shout out to my mom, um, you know, making sure I was Gucci. Uh, that's a big deal. And you know, sometimes you, you don't realize um, how much you're doing or, like, your resources in, until you're in a moment where it's like, oh, wow, um, <laughs> I'm not doing good. <laughs> and it's like, you know, my, my surrounding resources are just not there. Um, so my came through. She came through and, um, you know, did her thing from across the country. And, um, you know, in that time... It was just me being, having me, I was having to be very, very, very um, methodical about, like, energy, like, where I was expending energy because I was just like, I don't have much. <laughs> I don't have much, so I got to take my time. And there were some experiences that definitely had, um, that had its impact and I had to deal with them. You know, I had I had to deal with them. Um, they, they needed to be addressed and dealt with, uh, whether they were, like, ruminating for a while or just kind of, like, move. And it kind of put me in this place of, like, just mentally being aware and understanding when I was getting to that point of just, like, blind frustration, if that, that makes sense. You know, some people are like have blind rage where it's like, they're just not thinking clearly. They want to like just thrash and, you know, they black out. For me, it's like blind frustration in the sense of like, I'm not on a rampage or anything like that. It's just like, you're thinking about certain things so much. And even when you're not thinking about it, the feeling is still there. So it's like in the back of your mind. And it just kind of leads to you not necessarily thinking too clear at all. And um, over the weekend, I was sitting down and I was watching TV. And um, I was just like, let's just reset. Like, And I said to myself, I was like, how do you, how, how are you going to do this differently? How can you do this differently? Or how can you see this differently? Because the truth of the matter is, is like when we have experiences that are um, visceral, our default is our default. You know, our, our default response is um, like how we usually respond to things. And sometimes it's like, you know, you protect yourself or you put walls up 
um, you do all these things to protect yourself because the outside threat feels familiar or even if it doesn't feel familiar, it's like there's an outside threat. So it's like, all right, well, walls up. <laughs> um, and that's not always the way to go about it because you're responding to a different situation with your same methods and the same methods don't always get you um, a successful result. And I think when you do that, it's a disservice to yourself because it, it doesn't give you room to really um, see past that or like try to grow. Um, I hope this is all making sense. I'm, and it, it, it just leaves you in that place like that, that, that place you're familiar with and familiar familiarity is not always the healthiest place to be. You know, again, some people are used to chaos, right? Um, so I was just like, how do I see this differently? How do I see this differently? Because if I can see this differently and with what I'm feeling right now, if I can see this differently, then that means that it's going to take a lot off of my heart and a lot off of my chest and a lot off my head and I'll be good, you know, or at least I'll be better and I can move forward with a different mindset. So the reset button, you know, hitting the reset button, what that looks like. Um, so reset in my head is like an acronym. So rest. Um, evaluation, sitting still, emotional awareness, and then taking your time and or taking action. That's your reset button. Um, and you could do all of these things even in the moment sometimes. And rest, like I said, sometimes it's physical rest. Other times it's a mental rest. And what the mental rest looks like is just taking your time to be aware of what's happening or even try not to like just react so quickly. You know what I'm saying? Just not react immediately to something that's happening and breathe, like literally breathing, you know, like literally taking your time to breathe. Um, evaluating means taking a look at all components of the situation. Um, like just being very mindful of like, is this just me in my head or is there some actual factual stuff here? Um, there's a situation last week where it got to a point where I was like, okay, this needs to be addressed because there's a lot of things I'm aware of um, that aren't necessarily being said, but I'm aware and I don't feel good. So I have to address it. <laughs> um, and... One, saying it out loud helps me, but also, two, it gives some insight for the other person, whether they choose to do anything with it or not. They're now aware, you know, um, I'm not withholding. And when you evaluate, it's like, okay, did I respond in a certain way? What was my responsibility in this situation? What exactly is happening? Like evaluating is is literally kind of like looking at the blueprint of circumstances, whether it's your, like your feelings or like I said, a moment, um, a relationship altogether. Just evaluating everything that you have um, at your disposal. The biggest thing is sitting still. This is something that I do um, in a lot of ways. So 
I do my best to sit still energetically and I do my best to sit still um, mentally and I do my best to sit still physically a lot of times. Like I don't always, I don't always react immediately. Like my responses to a lot of things are not immediate. Like I don't, I don't necessarily believe in immediacy and the reason why is because, you know, sometimes you say things in a moment that you regret later because you're, you're, you're running on your emotions. You're not running on like evaluating the situation or being aware of what's going on. It's like you're on fight or flight right now. And when you do that, that creates an issue past the actual issue. Um, and this is speaking if, you know, if you're in a situation where the relationship could be salvaged and, you know, there's um, your intentions is to rectify the, the, the issue and not like perpetuate it or exacerbate it. Um, yeah, but for, that's why a lot of times I take my time because I'm like, well, I want to make sure I'm seeing this in the right way. Um, and I want to calm down, you know, sitting still allows you to calm down. It allows you to like physically calm down. Like I said, mentally calm down, emotionally calm down. And, um, you know, there's, there's a while ago that was like, write out what it is that you want to say to someone and wait 24 hours. And if those emotions are still there, you still feel just as bad as you did before, um, or good, uh, you send it. And obviously this doesn't work for everybody, but, um, I kind of apply those principles, you know? I really, like I said, take my time. And the reason why is because if you take your time, by the time you say or do something, you've thought about it enough, you know? And if you if you still feel that way, then it's like, okay, this is a this is an honest feeling. This isn't just like um, being reactive. You know what I'm saying? So we got rest. We got evaluating. We got sitting still. Emotional awareness is the other E. Being aware of what your emotions are is so important. Emotional regulation, emotional intelligence, whatever the case may be. Asking yourself what is wrong. Like if as as if you were talking to a friend or a little kid, you know, when a little kid is like spazzing out, they're crying, and you're like, What's wrong? And sometimes they can't even get it out in the moment. Comes to find out somebody took their crayon or comes to find out they're just sleepy. You know, um, can find out they're hungry or or something, something past the actual emotions is going on, and they were sad, upset, um, afraid, uh, nervous. Um, all of these things are usually behind the emotions. So when you have an emotional response to something or you are ruminating on on a particular experience and you're just like, you're kind of blinded by it, taking a moment to be like, hey, what's wrong? What's up? You know, what do you feel like right now? And like literally saying this to yourself, I do this to myself all the time. I'm like, Zay, what's wrong? You know, how do you feel? Like, why do you think you feel that way? You know, What's really going on? Um, and I do that, you know, because it's like having the conversation with yourself first gives you some clarity 
into who you are and what's going on versus somebody telling you how you should feel. Um, because once you have your emotions intact and once you're aware of the situation and how you got to your conclusion, you could kind of go in a little bit more objectively instead of subjectively. And yeah, you, you just have a better wherewithal and you could listen a little bit more clearly to the other person. Um, and you can hear what they're saying, listen to what they're saying. Uh, truth or not truth, you, you can be a little bit more just aware. You know what I'm saying? So emotional awareness is so important. And like I said, if you're in an, uh, an exchange with a relationship or a situation that you want to salvage, emotional awareness is important because you realize that you, what you feel has more history than just this moment, has more history than just this, um, this situation, this isolated incident. It's deeper than that, right? So when you do that and you take your time, it takes care of you, you know, it takes care of you. And then last but not least is, um, again, taking your time and or taking action. You know, if you still find that you're not past a lot of things, then, you know, take your time. Or if you've done all this work, now you take action. Um, it can go either way, but I think a reset button can be had in the middle of an actual relationship or in the middle of a moment. You know, you always have the opportunity to reset. And it's not like you can do over the situation. You can't you can't erase what's happening to you. But you do have opportunity to see it and approach it a little bit differently, a little bit differently. Um, and that helps because, again, it just gives you opportunity to feel better and move forward. And when you are one thing I always say is like, my goal or responsibility is never to hurt another person intentionally in an exchange. Like, I'm not trying to do that. You know, not my intentions. Um, don't come for me. <laughs> don't come at me. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to go in and, you know, hurting anybody. You know, I, that's not the goal. But also, I don't want to be hurt either. Because that doesn't feel good. So how do I take care of myself? And, um, you know, just just thinking of, of things in a way of resetting. You know, you can always reset. And reset just means taking your time to get to um, the other side. Or processing what it is that you're going through and what, what's happening. Instead of you being on autopilot. You know, and I think that's where resentment and all those things come from because people are not resetting, you know, people are not resetting and regulating, you know, their emotions and, and seeing what's actually going on or practicing certain habits or being mindful in the moment of what's taking place. Um, yeah, it's important sometimes to just like take a step back and, and, and process what's happening, uh, you know, and some of you may say otherwise, They're like, nah, I want to have this conversation in a moment. Let's get it out of the way, yada, yada, yada. Because you yeah, guys waiting around sometimes is uncomfortable. I will, I will be the first to say that. But um, I'd rather not say something I'd regret or that's going to, like, um, be more damaging without it being intentional. You know, so when you reset, 
just gives you some space. It gives you grace to like just approach a situation and be human with yourself. And, you know, people downplay the importance of talking to yourself, but it's like we do it all the time. We just say nasty things to ourselves <laughs> and we see that as the norm. You know what I'm saying? We see that as normalcy. So we don't even consider it talking to ourselves or we don't realize that we're actually talking to ourselves and we don't realize how potent the things are that we say um, to ourselves, you know? So having a conversation with yourself that's actually healthy and mature, if you can do that with yourself, it carries into your external relationships. How you take care of yourself, like I said last week, how you take care of yourself is indicative of how you're going to take care of others. You know, I try not to say anything mean to myself. Um, I really do my best to be good at that. Even in, even in when I'm joking, um, I just, I just say my full name. I'm like, Isaiah Frizzell, what are you doing? <laughs> That's it. And I'm just like, come on, bro. What are we doing? But I do not attack myself. I do not attack myself. The world is cold enough. You honestly think I'm going to be my own enemy too? I spend so much time trying to be, cultivate healthy relationships and, and be in the company of, of kind people and caring people. And then I turn around and I stab myself. Like, that doesn't make sense. You know? It, it, no. <laughs> Don't make it somebody else's job to treat you better than how you treat yourself. Because if you do that, you will always be reliant on and subjected to other people's um, behavior hot and cold you'll rely on that and and you you'll have a lot of trouble walking away and regulating your own stuff so practice being kind to yourself practice being kind to yourself and that's literally just having a healthy conversation I don't care what it is you lose something you don't you don't you don't you don't call yourself a dumbass you don't you don't um say oh you're such a fuck up or you you know you did this again no, you're like, hey, let's. how do we do this better? Like, how can we change this right now? And I kid you not, it works. It works. That internal dialogue is very powerful because it'll talk you into a lot of things and it'll talk you out of a lot of things. You know how many times I was supposed to eat ice cream? <laughs> and little Isaiah was like, look, bro, we had a rough week. And I'm like, dude, it's only Monday. Chill out. <laughs> But yeah, like your internal dialogue really is your compass. It really is your compass. And like I said, how you deal with yourself is so evident in how you deal with other relationships. Um, and yeah, like even when I'm upset and I'm angry, um, I still find a way to take care of the other person. Even if I never plan to talk to them again, I still find a way to like, have a conversation that's objective and is not like attacking. But I'm gonna let you know, this bothered me. Um, this affected me. These are the consequences. And here's how we move forward. Period. Like I'm not, I'm not coming at your throat because the goal for me is not to be here and and have bloodshed. The goal for me is to walk away and feel better. And I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna sleep peacefully. Um, why? Because I didn't leave a knife in you just so I could go sleep at night. It's like, no, we're both going to walk away kind of wounded, but not in this way. Absolutely not. 
you know, I deserve to sleep well. And, you know, the other person, they have their own stuff to work on, but I'm not going to add to it. See what I'm saying? So, yeah, I didn't expect this podcast episode to be long. I was like, I'm tired. I'm like so drained and I don't know what I would even talk about. But I think hitting the reset button is so important in talking yourself through things Um, because life happens. You know what I'm saying? Life happens and it's so giving to like have an opportunity to just really process what it is that's happening to you. And even if you can't change the circumstances, you can change how you look at it. Okay. And you can change how you talk to yourself after it's all said and done. Um, even in the moment, you know, it's, it's being understanding for yourself, um, goes a long way, but what do I know? (laughs) Oh man, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Um, I got something pretty exciting. I want to share with you soon and, um, I'm going to do that, but yeah, until then just, just rest. You know, if your if your body's telling you to rest, do that. Um, appreciate the people that are like taking care of you when you are like just not at your best. Um, I'm so grateful for that because I think for me, I'm just used to doing all the things and to have people just like checking on me and making sure I'm good means the world. I'm like, holy shit, you know, this, this is cool. (laughs) This is cool. And it's so appreciated because I'm, I'm the type is like, look, if you're down, I'm a. I'm, I'm really, either I'm thinking about you, but also I'm going to see how you're doing. And, um, yeah, you're not always on the receiving end of that. So it feels good to have it. You know what I'm saying? So just take care of yourselves. And like I said, take care of each other as best as you possibly can. And, um, I hope you guys have an amazing week. All right. Find a way to reset this week. Just one way, big or small. And if you want to hit me with an email, do so. I would love it. All right. I appreciate you guys. I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you take care of yourselves. Hope you take care of each other. And as always, take flight. Later. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.